Vomit in your head. Season two. I love, I love your vibes tonight. Happy Wednesday, friends, and welcome back to Aquarius Behavior, a best friends podcast. I'm your co-host, Morgan. And I'm your co-host, Samantha. We invite you to hang out with us each Wednesday to take in some chaotic storytelling, low-key learning, and high-quality audio. That's the Pod promise. We're coming at you today with a Best Buds episode. Oh, hot, hot Best Buds episode. <sighs> Samantha spending a Tuesday token. <gasps> yeah, we are. We are recording this. On Tuesday, August 1st. This is a freshie? Yes. It's a freshie, you guys. Because we had some haunted full moon shenanigans last night. Oh my goodness. Let me tell you what. Uh, Before we get into um, some of the more haunted storytelling and shenaniganry that we've been up to in the last couple days, and then we... You guys, today's been so silly. Morgan and I just yelled about our spiritual AF astrology deck for a solid two minutes and audacity didn't get any of it so this whole day this whole mm, experience is a little haunted with podcasting this week i'm really excited to draw our new card live on the air because even the last card we just drew it had just weird vibes man and it didn't get recorded so i think that that's just we're not gonna do it Bye. Okay, here we go. I think the universe was saying mm-hmm. something there. It didn't like it. So we're moving on. Yeah. We're moving past yep. it. Here we're we moving go. forward. And we're in. Oh. <sighs> Morgan, did you know that the universe is your sugar daddy? <laughs> this is so playful. I am. It's Tell in, me more. It's in the same assertive pink neon font as the last one was, you guys. It Mm -hmm. said, feel your feelings, and we could not with it. Uh, This says, the universe is your sugar daddy. And let me read you. Yeah, tell me more. What the heck is this? (laughs) We've all spent enough time feeling effed by the universe to assume it's time we got showered with some real dope shiz. I like editing this as I read it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Spend today letting the universe treat you like the arm candy that you are the simple act of changing your vibe to one of receiving and thanking the universe for all of its cosmic bling will do the trick your mantra today is bring it puppy <laughs> so you guys we're not going to feel our feelings today we're going to have the universe be our sugar daddy. I'm so much more interested in this. I'm very much. This mm-hmm. is this is exactly why that didn't get recorded, and this is the part that did get recorded. Mm-hmm. Wow, there's a lot of eye contact, and like, how are we going to make this sound nice for the podcast? But no, oh. I would much rather have the universe be my sugar daddy. Mm-hmm. Would you take a picture of me holding this one? I yeah, feel like this is a very silly, stupid recording session that we need to remember because we are spending a Tuesday token today. We are. We get one. It's fun. We haven't used one yet this whole year. False. No. Morgan, you used one just a couple months ago. Oh, it was I during did? the sickness. It was oh, during the that's sickness. Right. 
and all of the breathing. See, and I forgot about it because I, I was just delirious during that exactly. time. Exactly. It doesn't exist no, anymore. So you've spent a Tuesday oh token. God, so this we is each have. my first okay. Tuesday token. How many Tuesday tokens do we get in a Unlimited. Year? Oh, okay. Unlimited. It just doesn't matter, nope. but nope. it's like, it's golf rules. Like, you'd love to have the lowest. Yes, exactly. Okay. Like, we'll how many score. Tuesday tokens can you not spend? Oh, okay. Wow. And then they'll roll over to next year. And totally. We yeah. can have like a prize system. This is irrelevant irrelevant but no like, it now. is can we have a chart can we have a star chart oh, a God. sticker chart yeah no I'm chart. going down a rabbit hole <sighs> wow you guys it's been so silly the last 24 hours normally morgan and i do recording on um weekends or beginning of the week and mm-hmm. normally i am already sitting in my office uh, editing and doing all of the editing samantha things by this time during the day having my tuesday time but no, we had all of the intention to talk about and yell about plants last night. Mm-hmm. I came over and it was one of those days where it's like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to make it to your house until way late in the day. So I roll in for the evening shift podcasting time. I got to our podcasting studio and it was eerily quiet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Is the computer on? And so I go to turn on the computer and... It does not respond to my touch. It does not respond to me plugging it and unplugging it. And then I notice that the battery is completely drained and it is a thousand degrees. Mm -hmm. Turns out my fans died. Turns out you got to vacuum and spray those bad boys out every once in a while. And it's been, I guess, three years since I got this laptop. (laughs) So it's been three years since that's happened. I've blown in it before, but let's... Yeah, you've blown in it before. I've blown in it before. (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh, But you rescued me with a can of compressed air. And then Joel suggested putting it on the air conditioning vent, which was brilliant. So after about, yeah, 20 minutes of... And it then being past our podcasting Mm -hmm. slash we can't we can't record things you guys know what it sounds like when it gets really late Mm -mm, it was not okay you literally worked on that for two hours just i got so much done (sighs) while i was quietly supporting you yes yeah it was it was a lot of tiny tools uh Mm -hmm. tiny tape i had to get a lot of dust out i got to take out some tiny screws Mm -hmm. and all in all now here we are samantha spending a tuesday token and we are recording our best buds episode. The computer is cool. The fans on. Mm-hmm. And besides not recording the first solid five minutes of our day, here we are, Morgan. We've done it. We've done it. <laughs> and it's all for you, listeners. You guys. It's all for you. That's right. Showing up week we after wa- week. Yeah. We don't want to let you down. That's right. We're here to give you this content. Mm-hmm. Hope it makes your day. Yeah. Yeah. All of your slices of nices. Mm. <laughs> All the slices of nices. <laughs> well, Sam, uh, okay, are you ready to talk about the moon now? Because yeah. you mentioned yeah. that some things have been a little freaky. Yeah. It's been it's been very the vibrations have been off. Um while I am talking, I'm also watching Jojo try to break into your pasta box that yeah, you have she's over there. Like a little velociraptor she is i think she learns and she (laughs) it's like the claw on the doorknob yes it is like that scene she learns she knows how to take uh lids off of containers and so she knows she is an automatic feeder and she knows how to take the lid off of there so i have to weight it down 
and I put this cutting board over my bowl of pasta. <laughs> and it's yeah, perfect. she's been nudging it off. I just I'm watching her try and heist into your pasta <sighs> while also so having smart. thoughts over here. She's so smart. It's too much. And then she's even cuter when she shows her intelligence and I love her more. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, sit on the chair. You're so cute. Uh so I've been noticing the moon has been having like some some vibes and some feelings and I've been just wondering cuz over the last 3 nights I've taken pictures of the moon because it looked especially assertive in the sky. And then all of the things happened last night. And then I was driving home and I saw the moon looming over me as I was going home empty handed with no podcast in hand. The moon has anything to do with all of this shenanigans that are happening. Because yeah. that's the only word for it. I wish that I could come up with a better. It's just because it's not like bad or the worst or whatever. But like, look, this is an extra thing on my list to take care of and we get to problem solve and I was talking about how we could wake up early and just go get a new computer if this didn't turn on, or I could carry my computer from my house to... Anyway, it's just... Yeah, it's just what? been extra obstacles. <sighs> my brain has been working too hard. Yeah. Well, mm. I was glad to hear that you had already been noticing the moon was extra bright. <laughs> I was being bullied. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry about the bullying, but... Uh, it was just good to hear that that had also been on your mind. So I, my little journey of realizing that there was something different with the moon. Yes, it did kind of start with last night. And I was just thinking, huh, I wonder where we are in the moon cycle. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Uh -huh. <laughs> like what's going on? Because this is weird. Uh, but then also, so in my backyard garden, I did put in some new uh, lights, solar lights. Ooh, and so I, I had set them up yesterday morning. So I remembered as I was going to bed last night and I thought, oh my gosh, yes, let me fling open my curtains and, you know, gaze and marvel at this beautiful new light setup. And they looked great. But I also noticed that our backyard was especially illuminated. And I thought, well, it's not these lights like they're in the ground. It's not all them, unfortunately. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is weird. It does look brighter, doesn't it? Well, sure enough, it was a little brighter because tonight on Tuesday, August 1st, mm -hmm. we are going to get another supermoon. Dude, another supermoon? Another supermoon. Oh. Oh, yes. This makes sense. Okay, tell me more. What so, does that mean? There are, let me tell you. There tell are, me all. Yeah, I got a lot to tell you. Uh, so we're going to do some low-key learning here. Oh, I love <clears> it. All right, I'm going to get cozy. So I'm going to get, get my, cozy. I'm going to get, yeah, I'm fully gripping a pillow and I have my water. Everyone take a sip. Mm -hmm. Morgan, give me that low-key learning. All right, so if you have not already listened to our episode, Super Duper Moon, Go ahead, listen to that. We do talk about supermoons. Uh, we've had one already in 2023. But 2023 is interesting. We are going to see four supermoons in 2023. How many are normal? Well, how many are normal? Less than four. Like, usually. Okay. <laughs> it's you, usually, we will have two, maybe three supermoons. Okay. But four is unusual. Like, that's 
I feel more like that's a than lot. normal. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but we do see supermoons every year. That's not something that's extra special, uh, like uh, like full eclipses and things. So, but we do have four in 2023, and two of them actually are going to be in the month of August, which is that is super duper interesting, 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 interesting. interesting. <laughs> yes, and so. What's interesting about this is we are going to see one tonight on August 1st, and then the second one is August 30th, and the August 30th one is going to be a super moon blue moon, so a super blue moon. Yeah, which is interesting, and you know the saying, once in a blue moon. Once in a blue moon. Once in a super duper blue moon. (laughs) So... We'll we'll talk about that more at the end of the month. But it makes sense though that that's everything fun. is weird then yes. because there's extra moons. There's, there's extra, just extra yes. moons. It's extra moons. It's extra energy. Mm. Um, and blue moons are interesting. So, uh, it's a blue moon. What that means is that it is the second full moon to occur within the calendar month, the twenty eight day cycle. Or the yes, actual the twenty no within the, the mo- not the moon month the, yeah like in the month so like August it's but it's it's any date within August within August yes. so it's not following excuse me so it's opposite of what I said it's not following moon calendar it's following like our yes. regular calendar Correct. and so when there's two in the actual calendar month which yep. is what you said good morning it's Tuesday yes you're getting it <laughs> you're getting there. it yes you're right and now I've low key learned yes, because to yes but what you're getting at is that the moon cycle is about 29 and a half days. There it is. So that's why sometimes we do have a blue moon is because in our months, typically it's 30 or 31 days. And so sometimes if there is a full moon on the first of the month, which there is right now in August, we're going to see a blue moon. Oh, that's nice. We're going to get another one at the end of the month. Yes, we surely are. Wow. So extra extra moon energy mm, in August. Yeah. <laughs> if you're just really feeling the vibes, Ooh, feeling they're it. there. Mm-hmm. They're there. It's happening. Yeah, it is happening. Uh, so that's interesting. So we're like I said, we're going to talk more about blue moons later. That's not what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about the super moon and just some more info about the super moon. Great. So uh, I went on almanac.com. If, if if you remember like old farmers almanac, now it's a dot com, and now it's almanac dot com, mm-hmm. which is great. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, this is great. I my so I can we all know like I talked about this before. I come from uh, generations of farmers in your blood. It's in my blood, mm-hmm. and so I just I remember like my grandpa literally had that, and he had a subscription, and it was just like always in their house and. Ah, fond memories. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a trusted source of knowledge for generations. It is. It's real. Yeah. It's so helpful. So anyways, I just had fond memories. Aww. So almanac.com. So what they said about a supermoon is that the disk size. So as you're looking at the moon and the size that you're seeing, uh, that can appear up to 8% bigger Ooh. than normal. And then the brightness of the moon can appear up to 16% brighter. That's that's a not nothing. That's significant. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. turning up turn up your TV 
brightness 16% and see what you think. That's right. It's late at night and you turn up your brightness on your TV 16%. Yeah. That's a lot of percent. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. if you think the moon seems brighter, it is. It is. It is. Don't gas lamp yourself. No. Get your sunglasses, folks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Put on your sunscreen. Okay. There's extra illumination. 16% more. Wow. So... Uh, that's what's happening. That's what's happening tonight and why the last couple nights you have said it seems brighter. It does seem uh, brighter. I was walking and yeah. noticing how bright my surroundings are. And number one, back in the day when there was not electricity and it was only candlelight, oh, yeah. just like how lit all of the, you know, oh my gosh, it's a full moon. That's why so many shenanigans are always happening on full moons because everyone can see at night and it's like, well, it's party time. It's still daytime outside. It's 16% more daytime. Let's go have a night party and get up to shenanigans. Yeah. It's just nuts. So this is why people had festivals during these times. It's because the lights were on. And the lights were on. Yeah. Wow. Yes. And, and it was celebrated. Was powerful. You could do this kind of stuff. The vibes were off and everyone was cool with it. Oh my gosh. Everyone's just a little bit more open. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, okay. So the other thing I want to bring up about this moon. Mm-hmm. So we talked about this before, how every full moon, like every month, kind it has its own unique label. Have we talked about this? Or has it just been me researching it? Let's let's recap it for anyone joining us new okay. for today. All of our new listeners, welcome. Yeah, yeah. Let's welcome. Let's Hi. recap what the what that Hi. is, Morgan. Uh, so the this is also something the old farmers almanac uh, started bringing to, I guess, uh, astrology and astronomy culture. Uh, but they really brought in and started incorporate co- incorporating. Uh, Native American terms for different full moons. Mm-hmm. And so they labeled full moons based on the season, uh, what maybe they were going to be able to hunt successfully at that time. And so they used the full moons to measure uh, really what was going on around them Ooh. in their land. Uh-huh. And okay. so the name for the August full moon is a sturgeon moon. A sturgeon moon. A sturgeon moon. <laughs> Making direct eye contact, looking very serious yes. at me. Is a sturgeon, sturgeon a fish? Yeah, it sure is. It's a it fish. sure is. Okay. So, and I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring you down memory lane here. Let's do it. I'm ready. Many years ago, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you and I went to. I think this was before we even knew our fiancés. Like we hadn't met them yet. <laughs> that <laughs> makes sense. Eons ago. Yep. Eons. So, uh-huh. <laughs> we went. To the Science Museum, and we saw a movie at the Science Museum, and it was a documentary about these people who track sturgeon, and they were tagging sturgeon, and we learned a little bit about them. There were rivers and crashing yep. waves. Yes. And they were, yes, they were tagging fish. It's yes. coming back and to me. Morgan, this was a It was when the mummies years. were there. So we saw yes. the mummy exhibit. Okay, it was 2013. Just benchmark because I just looked at 20,000 pictures that for my wedding. Sense. And I remember because I was like, oh, look, it's the little blue yes. mummy. Yeah. It, yes. Because we, we got, got souvenirs. We got little <laughs> souvenirs. I still have them. Uh, yes. But so, and, okay. So, so literally, literally a little bit about 10 years, so ago, years ago, we learned about sturgeon. Oh my God, 
And so, so it's the sturgeon moon. So it's the sturgeon moon. Ugh. And it made me think of that. How so, did you? I'm sorry. How did you remember that? That was buried. That was buried. All right. It was so long ago. <laughs> it just stuck with me because sturgeon mm-hmm. are, I think they are terrifying creatures. And yeah. I was just, I couldn't believe it because we also, we are, we are in the Midwest. We have the Great Lakes very near us. Yeah. And like lakes are a very big part of our lives. Yeah, there's a lot of water as all Midwesterners. Us. It's mm-hmm. a lot of water. And so, uh, yeah, and there are sturgeon like in the wild near us, lurking, and in lakes that I have personally swam in. So it's a little concerning. There's not a lot of them anymore because they were like overfished. So yeah, yeah, that's... probably not. But isn't that the way? Ain't that just the way? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So for sturgeon, for people who ha- don't know what sturgeon are or have not seen them, they are just how do I describe? They're like dinosaur fish. Uh, they there are fossils that have been found. Uh, that are around 135 million years old. That's too many. So they are, yeah, they're just an ancient fish that has survived millennia, which is terrifying. Like, ha- mm. oh, God. And so uh, they're, and they're huge. Like, they are so big. Like, I think I read in just all of my uh, questing last night that they can get like one has been found that's as big as a van like they're so big and they can live up to 150 years old yeah 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 there's a picture you just pulled up and three people it's too many full-size people Mm -hmm. are holding this fish because it looks like it's maybe eight feet long you guys just do a quick google of sturgeon it's a fish it's almost like a catfish shark it's like a catfish yeah, shark it's noodle. like a cat. Like, yes, because they have kind of like whiskers like a catfish. Yep. And they have the little pointy stuck up nose. Yes, but they- Like the posh. It's like they don't look like they have scales. It looks like <gasps> armor. Oh, my. It looks like armor. It does. It looks like plates. Oh, you guys. Yes. This and is it's kind of cool. spiky. I mean, uh. they're they're terrifying. They terrify me. Uh, and they're just huge. Old as the earth. Oh my gosh. And uh, so, wow. Yeah. So that's the sturgeon moon. And so the reason why, yeah, another big, <laughs> it's just, so you guys, scary. can you just, imagine I running into even, that while you're swimming? I can't even tell you, like, we're going to put <gasps> a picture on the internet because literally there's just pictures of huge sturgeons yes. with multiple people just like posing next to them in the water, being like, look at this, stur- a 650 pound one yeah, in no. Canada. Are you kidding me? And can you see why people think? think that there are lake monsters and stuff. I mean, yeah. I'm one of those people. But uh it's sturgeon because, season. Because like you see something and the moon like is that? out. Oh Good my god. god. Oh. I know. So the reason why August is referred to as the sturgeon moon is because this was noticed to be the best time during the summer for catching sturgeon. Fishing season, yes. It was it was fishing season. <gasps> yep. And so it's really interesting the thing. So I also just learned a little bit more about sturgeon. Yeah, because I was just fascinated okay. by them. I'm putting my phone down. The photos it's, are away. Dude, sturgeon are wild. Okay. Tell it's me. just literally and also figuratively. So I kind of had to just research a little bit more about sturgeon. 
yeah. outlive a human. It's wild. Generations this fish will live. Uh, there's over two dozen species that have been identified across the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, you know, some are more salty fish. Salty boys and freshwater babies. and freshwater babies. <laughs> yep. Yep. And so, uh, and like I said, we do have sturgeon uh-huh. in our area. Up in our area. <laughs> which is the terrifying thing to me because they are just monsters. <laughs> and the only top thing of the food chain, man, is keeping them in the lake is gravity. You're right. They look like we're surrounded. Fish sharks. Yeah. They do. Yeah. We'll They're, post a picture. We'll find a good picture. We'll on the find ins- a, or maybe a bunch because you found some really yeah. like all of them were like ones. maybe subjected to copyright. So if there's no <sighs> fish picture, it's because we want you guys to do your own low key learning. But yeah. if there is one, it's because Morgan was successful in finding a wonderful yeah. representation of the horror and terror yeah. when you look into its eyes. I'm Hopefully try. you never have to. I'll I'll look at almanac.com. I bet they have some resources for me that they'll allow me to repost. Abundance. With a link to them. Hmm. Look at that. <sighs> well, Sam... Uh, shall we take a break and mm. then come back for plants? Plants. Plants, plants, plants. Plants. Let's do plants, it. Plants, plants. Oh, go get some hydration. Hey, Abpod listeners. Hope you're feeling groovy and this episode is bringing a slice of nice to your day. Did you know you could follow AquariusBehavior.pod on Instagram to see weekly episode updates and behind the scenes podcast pictures? Yeah, it's true. You can also email the show at AquariusBehavior.pod at gmail.com to share your friendship stories or suggest a segment. Stay hydrated, buddies. Now on with the show. And we're back. It's plant time. Plant time. It's time to talk about plants. Plants, plants, 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 plants. So that was a good one today. That was a really that felt good. That's that a good one. Yeah, let's take a second. That Ooh. felt good. Oh, I got my body wow. woken up. I got wow. my neck jamming. Got my shoulders moving. Who free form mouth sounds. <laughs> Tell me about your best buds. Okay. Tell me about your yeah, plants. I'm today. gonna go first because I uh got a just a glimpse when I op- of your pictures when I opened up my phone. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I cannot follow that. So I'm going to go first. No, no. See, here's the problem <clears throat> is that I'm like, I got a lot of showers, but I don't know if I have a lot of content about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I have two stories okay. because mm-hmm. I well, I should say this. I have my garden update, which I know. I know there's listeners out there who are dying to hear about that. Baited Who breath. just wait mm-hmm. month after month. I really hope Morgan's going to talk about her starter garden. Well, you're in luck. I'm going to. Yes. I do have an update about the wildflowers and my uh, vegetables and my new vertical palette garden. I got all those updates. Okay? Dude, yes. But before that... <laughs> I have an honorable mention. <clears throat> so along with doing all of these garden adventures, mm-hmm. I am also experimenting with 
moving my houseplants outdoors during the summer. Oh. Oh. Yes. Say more words about that. Yep. That sounds suspicious. Mm-hmm. That sounds concerning. Yeah. Because they're called indoor plants. Yeah. So um, I know of a few people who do this. Mm-hmm. My mother is one of them. Okay. She successfully has pots of succulents that she moves outdoors during the summer. Mm-hmm. They grow. They're beastly. And then she has a room where she brings them in the winter <laughs> and they get some nice light. They're warm. Yeah. And they just like have a sleepy little hibernation winter. She's done this for years. Really? I just. Okay. We So you've mentioned we live in the Midwest. So for some people, they're like succulents. Those are outside all the time. But for us, those are indoor plants. But you can bring them outside. Our summers are they dabble. Sometimes they're real, real hot. But the nights can get a little bit, a little bit cool, a little bit cool sometimes. Mm -hmm. So tell me how, like, what plants are you trying outside yeah. What was the decision making process? Oh, I'm going to. So, Please. Uh, so my mom has been doing this for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I think it was last summer. Yes. Uh, Joel and I went to visit some of his aunts and uncles in Wisconsin. And his aunt is a plant lover and a great gardener. And so we talk a lot about plants. <laughs> This is when you went to the domes. Yes, when the we domes. went to the domes. Great. Yes. And so uh that was super fun. And so we uh ended up talking about some of her plants that she takes outdoors in the summer and they're potted plants or she even has a bunch of plants that she plants, they're bulbs and then she brings them in and then she plants them again in the springtime so she has a lot of bulb plants buckets of bulbs or things yeah. where she she tells me she digs it up and puts it in a pot and then keeps it over the winter time and then she just plants it back in her garden in the dirt it's witchcraft in the springtime yeah, and that's this, so cool i'd never heard of this and it was i was just absolutely marveling at the idea and so she has an agave plant, a blue agave that she does this with. Did you know that those flower once every 36 years? Yeah. Wow. 25 years. You told me about that? One of those. Yeah, because they take 30 years to mature. That's some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Cool. Plants are cool. Tell me more about the blue agave. It's absolutely wild. Yeah, so she and has so one. she has blue agave. And then she gave me a propagation of the blue agave, which is also your propagation of the blue agave came from. Ours are a year, two years old. Very babies. Uh, yeah. Yours is younger than mine, okay. I think. Because mm-hmm. mine is a little bit bigger. Okay. And so the blue agave was one I decided I'm going to take outside. Okay. And it's in its pot. And I'm just going to like see how it fares. Yeah. Loving it. Loving it. It's pushed out multiple. I don't know what you call agave. Are they leaves? Are they fronds? I don't know. Because it's like, it's the same type of like aloe. Yeah, it's like an like, aloe. Cut off a hunk of aloe yeah. is what I would say. So I don't know what that, yeah. I don't know what that term is, but uh-huh. it's, it's sprouted out probably three of those this summer. I mean, it's growing just like a wild beast. Uh-huh. Wow. It's loving it. And so I did that. And then I also brought out two philodendron because philodendrons are resilient plants. They sure are. They can, you know, I can put them in a shady spot. Uh, we have a lot of shade in our backyard, so it was perfect. All right, so one of the philodendron that I took out was my Burl Marks philodendron. 
And this is a plant that I got as a propagation from your fiance. And I absolutely love this plant. It's beautiful. It's just, it's big. It's luscious. It has large stems. It has big leaves. It's so shiny. Oh my gosh, it's so pretty. Mm. So I've noticed over time that your fiance's Burl Marks has grown bigger and to gr a grander scale than my has. <laughs> and I've been uh, envious of this growth and this lusciousness. And I've noticed that my burl marks remained small, but there were uh, more and more little buds and tiny offshoots coming. So I was like, okay, it looks like you're working on stuff. It looks like you're really working on stuff. And Okay, but like, when is it going to happen? Because I want it to be bigger. Mm -hmm. And so I thought this would be a good one to take outside and just give it some of its natural environment because philodendron are uh, rainforest plants. You know, they they thrive in humid climates. <laughs> they are resilient, so they'll just Check. kind of survive everything you throw at it. But in their natural habitat, they like to be moist. They like to be hot. Not too sunny though. They like they like the shade, humidity. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So all that. Mm -hmm. This was incredibly successful, and I went out two days ago to just check on all the potted plants, and it was so successful. It had grown substantially, and just all of the tiny little buds and babies that I saw, you know, like a week, two weeks ago, yeah. had formed into full leaves and just fully unfurled oh, gorgeous oh so it was so big samantha that my burl marks pulled a gigantium <gasps> so ow i didn't i was having fun over here in my chair smiling yeah, at yeah. you and nodding along to your nice yep. time about your beautiful uh -huh. burl marks mm -hmm. no yep it was so big that it pulled a gigantium which, uh, if you've been listening to our show, uh, you know this story. If this is your first time, uh, go back and listen to Best Buds Gigantium, where Sam talks about one of her favorite plants snapping in half. Yep, that's what happened. There's some follow-up stories, too. We do keep tabs on this. This is a regular plant we talk about. Honestly, eight months ago to the day. <sighs> can we just talk about how it's been eight months and oh still my, my heart the thump? to okay. the day it was tragic tell me about your yeah. tragedy more tell me about your so, tragedy <laughs> yeah i was looking at it two days ago yeah. and just marveling at this growth it was absolutely incredible and it was also growing off to one side so i was like oh my gosh do i have to stake it or whatever no because it was leaning to one side because the entire you know main thickest stem had snapped and it was just all sagging i was like oh my gosh it got so Big. It was just laying there it snapped, snapped <laughs> over its own weight. <laughs> Morgan, it so, got too powerful too fast. It, it did. <laughs> yes. So I just was so proud I that in that moment, nature. like, wow, oh. <laughs> the experiment, look at how the experiment's working. Yeah. <laughs> so it was yeah. very cool. Dude. So, you know, like, next time he's a steak. But. Congratulations, though. Yeah. Like, Outside summer plant time can be successful if you're thoughtful mm. about what type of plant you bring into your environment. Yeah. 
Exactly. So this is now fun because I have two Burl Mercs. Congratulations. Thank I you. have two Gigantium. Crazy yes. that how that happens. Yes. <laughs> and then that also means that, you know, I know now that the base of the plant is going to grow more. Like that is going to allow, you know, taking all of that energy away uh, or all of that like space where energy is needed is going to help the plant just push out all this new growth. So now I think this will be good. This is I know this will be good in the long run. So, uh, yeah, this is a picture of my burl marks after like I couldn't even take a before picture, uh, which I was like really wanting to do because this is just after. And then this is the top bit. That is now on my dining room table. It's gorgeous. It's now an indoor plant yes. again. And you can see, too, I kind of took a picture of the central area oh, of yeah. the plant because you can really see all, oh, of the little, all of the little buds that are coming up in that area, too. So once that roots, I'm just going to leave it there for as long as possible. I'll put some liquid dirt in it uh, and just let it do its thing. Just oh. let it root. It's so knobbly and like, yes, I like how much chaos is happening mm -hmm. in this vine system. That's the cool thing about Burl Marks is it's not just a linear like one after the other kind They're of twisty. It's they get twisty. Yes. There's multiple things that happen, but then it can support itself it's, mm -hmm. until it can't, I guess. Until it can't. <laughs> I just was too late putting in a pole. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And it's just interesting for me because my <clears throat> I have quite a few plants now that are in need of structural support. We're just like I'm at a point where I've had there are some plants that I've successfully owned for, you know, four to six years. And so that's exciting. But also we're just in a new stage where um, I'm not always catching it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I've never gotten to this point before. Uh, so, yeah, now I'll have two. And now you have two. Yeah. And they'll grow even bigger and stronger. So, yay. Sometimes the, like benefit of doing plantivities is like sometimes mm -hmm. you'll propagate or whatever and like you'll lose a whole thing of stems to you know I call it like my depression propagations where it's like I had oh, yeah. such intention and then <clears throat> I forgot about it and then it's just thrown away mm -hmm. but then sometimes you have these joyous moments where horrible things as we've discussed about the gigantium horrible things can happen in plant times but sometimes plants are like hey but now there's two of me mm -hmm. you're welcome yep and I think about in the wild, it's like, well, you were just snapping off so that you could just, you know, go lay in the ground and propagate yourself and go keep on living your life. Yes. Plants. Dude. Uh, Congratulations on plants. your outdoor plants. So oh you have other updates besides your yes. indoor outdoor plant journey. Correct. So that was like, that was the honorable mention of this wow. week because there was something that happened. <laughs> something tragic and also exciting there was an occurrence uh yeah there was something special that happened with a plant mm -hmm. uh i love that there's something special, something special. that happened with a plant yep <laughs> okay but i do want to talk about my garden so a uh, little update on my vertical garden mm -hmm. and vegetables Ooh. There are things in there. Ah. There is green happening. Yes. I'm seeing, wow, yes. like six or seven tufts. Mm -hmm. 
yeah. of greenery. Things are tall. What is They're blooming healthy. all in there? Yeah. Oh my gosh, so many things. So I put a lot of herbs in my vertical garden and it's working like it's working well. I mean, it is successful. You're doing it. I know. And what I think was really helpful is I doubled up the vegetable carpet. Vegetable carpet. Before I stapled it into my little pellet basket. You made little vegetable carpet hammocks. I did. For your plants. Yeah, I mm-hmm. literally did. Yeah. And then filled those with dirt. <laughs> that helped, I think, uh-huh. because it's really keeping these pockets moist. Uh-huh. And everyone's just vibing and thriving. Even though it's been so hot the last couple weeks and everything, they're just loving yeah. it. They're, well, mm. I did look yesterday and oh, they are a little sad mm. and I have to water because it has been so hot. You're right. And I was like, oh, no. It's been a little bit warm. We've been watering, but it's, it's warm. So they are looking slightly sad and crispy. But they will bounce back quickly as I water them. Yeah, usable. Throw them some fertilizer. Uh, the other exciting thing that occurred is that so I have two tomato plants, but now I have three <laughs> tomato plants. <laughs> I did another one show. Up. So oh. I was gardening last week mm-hmm. and tending to uh, some buckets. I have some pails that I put uh, annuals in, and so. I'm going through there and I see this plant that is definitely not supposed to be there. <laughs> and I'm like, is this a weed? What is going on here? No, it was a little tomato plant. That's It was just a rogue seed yeah. that fell in there and started to grow. And so I successfully dug it up and put it in its own pot. And so now it is by the other two. Oh. It's much smaller. It's a little baby. But st- is it that little one all the way on the left? Yeah, it's that oh, little it's one so in tiny. the terracotta pot. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Oh, he's so cute. And this was so fun because it already had some tiny little tomatoes <gasps> growing on it, oh, oh, which oh. I also have a picture of. And so you can see oh, there's, there's some buds there. so little. So even though it's small, it's already, pro- it's like still progressing. Wow. And already making fruit. Just the tomato flowers are so like, okay, nature. Outdoor Samantha doesn't outdoor plants. She's Mm -hmm. done not a lot of things. Just a lot of sun and a lot of uncomfortableness and a lot of hat wearing and sunscreen. And it just, no. I love how vegetables and fruits and stuff like strawberries, everything starts out as flowers or it turns into fruit and then it's just, it's real pretty to look at. And I like that. I agree. I like that, Morgan. Yeah. The flower before the fruit. Just nice little flowers on this tomato plant. Mm. And then some tiny little green tomatoes. Yes. So small. I, yeah, my garden has been on my mind a lot because it has been so hot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There are things happening out there. It's been so hot and hard to keep up with everybody. So, you know, it's all a learning process regardless. But that's the whole point. That's this whole point is just. It's just to learn. It's just to learn. It's to have fun. Like I'm privileged enough where like this is a fun hobby, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm grateful for that. And so I'm just here to learn and experiment. Uh, uh, It is sometimes emotional, though. Plants are emotional for me as everything is like I cry (laughs) like paper towel commercials will make me cry. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so. I did have a nightmare two nights ago about my garden. 
So now you're dreaming about after, your garden. Okay. After I went out there and I looked and I saw all these things, I was like, oh my gosh, they're crispy. And oh, we got to step it up. How are we going to help them through this, this tough, hot summer? And so I did have a nightmare. I dreamt that I was looking at my carrot bucket and the leaves were looking long and lush. Uh-huh. And, and I didn't know when to dig up my carrots. I still don't know. I'm just, it's like the waiting game. And I think soon I should Google it. <laughs> Not yet. <sighs> but in my dream, I didn't know. And so I was like, I'll just stick a finger in there and kind of like see what's going on. Yeah. And then turns out the carrots were immature still. And I popped them out because they were only about an inch long <laughs> and they were gnarly. And then I panicked and I tried to bury them back in like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, keep growing. Like, pretend that never happened. <laughs> oh, I hope I didn't like rip out any root systems. And so, yeah, I had a nightmare about my carrots. Oh. <sighs> you lady in your mid 30s. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, I love that. <gasps> So that's what's <laughs> stressing me out during this full moon mm-hmm. is I'm feeling a lot of stress about my carrots yeah. in my garden. Uh, <clears throat> but in general, so the other uh, little update I have mm-hmm. regarding my garden. <clears throat> I have a question. Yes. Uh, do you know when the carrot supermoon is? Because <laughs> maybe that will tell you when yeah. you should I think pick it's your the, carrots. Actually, I think it's the, there's a harvest moon. Oh, that makes sense. There? I think there is a harvest moon. Okay, that, yep. Uh, I mean. Like, we're obviously going to talk about that more. people but would know, yes. Yes. Uh, so, uh, my wildflower garden. Yes. Things you are mean, progressing. Formerly, is it a weed garden? <sighs> yes. But so now. It's formerly a daylily garden. And okay. it was a spruce tree <laughs> home, Back homes to day. a spruce tree uh-huh. that was growing into our neighbor's tree and like bending over. And so it had to go. Didn't survive. No, it, mm-hmm. it couldn't. And so uh, it was slowly dying. And so then we took out the daylilies and then it was just weeds and I didn't really know what to do with it. And now it's turning into a wildflower garden. Oh. And it's actually becoming a wildflower garden. So what's been fun for me about this experiment is I'm still learning to identify weeds in my garden Mm -hmm. because I just look at things and I go, oh, it's a plant. Delightful. Uh, But no. What are you going to be? not true of all plants. Some plants we don't want to be near other plants. And we need to learn the difference. So having a wildflower garden has been interesting because I have absolutely no context for what is a flower and what is a weed. (laughs) And if they blend in, is that okay? Who knows? It's that just natural aesthetic we're going for. So the other problem, nay, (laughs) observation, is that (laughs) because this is still a a very shaded patch uh, of area due to our neighbors their big tree mm-hmm. and so the spot that I have next year like because all of these flowers and these plants are self-seeders I'm hoping that it'll just uh, continue to grow and venture and whatever in the springtime since there's seed there before the tree gets big 
I'm telling you, these are the things that are stressing me out. Yeah, right now. this is what you're laying awake at night <sighs> thinking, yes, thinking about. about. It's I'm thinking about my wildflower How gardens can you get and the garden to fill in in I the gotta, back next gotta year. Gotta feed the bees and the butterflies. That's right. You have a whole condo situation for the bees. I so you're just do. waiting to landlord tenant it up in there. Still no renters. Gosh, rude. I've there have <laughs> there's been a couple showings this summer. Oh, congratulations! Yes. So we've had mm-hmm. some interested parties, but mm-hmm. nobody has put in an offer. Mm-hmm. Rude. Rude. It's okay. You know, it's been on the market three years now. Yeah, so it's, it's the longest open house I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> In this economy. Okay. Would you take a picture of your bee house? Can we get one? Just. Oh, yeah. It's Can we really grab nice. one of like, those real quick? Ad- advertise okay. around mm-hmm. your garden. Yeah. Any other Ugh. interested parties, please send them our way. Yeah. Uh, inquiries can be sent to AdPod, courtesy of AdPod. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. guys. So here is a picture of mm-hmm. currently what the wildflower garden looks like. Ooh. Without the bald patch in the back. No, I'm ignoring the bald. You know, I'm even going to just zoom in a little bit. <laughs> but it's wow. actually, no, so it's this filling is in and there's some color. There are pops of are pinks bummer. and fuchsias and oranges and yellows and blues mm-hmm. and pinks and more pinks. Yeah. <gasps> I'm feeling Gorgeous. proud. Gorgeous. Morgan, you're growing things and they're not all weeds. <gasps> I know. And I actually, I actually did weed this garden. I weeded, I weeded this garden nice. a week, a week ago. A week ago, I weeded. Uh, so... I did weed this garden because uh-huh. I do know what some of the weeds look like. And other ones, I'll see common plants and I just look at them and I go, okay, we'll see. We'll see. I'm watching you. Yeah. Checking you out. I'm not going to take any action right now, but you're under observation. <laughs> so this is your first warning. <laughs> just watch yourself. Uh, <laughs> so that's what's happening. And then I just, I'm going to just show you. I took some close ups. So here's mm-hmm. a peach flower mm-hmm. that's currently growing. Oh, that's oh nice. here's that fuchsia one. Yeah. Beautiful. Just big, soft, pillowy petals. It's such a good. Why are colors so good? Nature just <sighs> does colors so good, man. Oh, God. They're gorgeous. Wow. This is something still blooming. So I've seen small. a couple of them. Little, I know. It's like little red bu- bits. Yeah, little like- re- tiny red cluster of buds. Mm. And it's such a beautiful color. Ooh. So I don't know what that's going to be. This was also just a budding flower. Oh, that's cool looking. Yeah. Wow. So it has like, okay, can you zoom on in on that? I sure can. I like how lime green Ooh. it is. And there's dark bits. And it looks like there's little like cucumber fingers coming out of it. Yeah. Like just ready to go. Oh, I can't wait to see what that is. This reminded me <gasps> it's like of a present. the monarch cocoons yes they're pods yeah they're chrysalises <laughs> they're chrys- thank you they're mm-hmm. chrysalises they're chrysalises i i'm thinking of pokemon and metapod <laughs> <laughs> yeah when That's they're not what they're yeah called. when they're the metapods <laughs> yeah 100 um, and then these are some small purple Ooh. flowers that have clustered around the stump that remains from the tree we cut down. Your shrine to the pine. We do keep it in there. And mm-hmm. I've seen how people, like, I've seen people, people on the internet. Oh, the internet? The internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people who are gardeners, I've seen them cut slivers in their tree stumps mm-hmm. and then okay. plant things in there. And, oh. like, things will start growing. Like, they'll do clusters of succulents. Oh, that's cool. I know. So that's fun too. So I don't actually want to take it out. 
my husband and I have talked about it. You're going to repurpose your stuff? Yeah. Because I'm just like, we've talked about, you know, grinding it. We've we've priced some things and, you know, trimming our tree branches and stuff. But I'm like, I don't know. That could be kind of part of my aesthetic of this natural, like, prairie garden with native plants and stuff. And yes, I, I, think, I love that. I think that could be something. So oh. stay tuned. Right? It's like this is just the the beginning phases. This is yeah. what year three of like the outdoor cultivating with your shady part and now it's veggie mm-hmm. garden and yes. I can't wait to see what summer number four brings. Yeah. Oh my just gosh. Really, Let's get that back corner filled in. Really experimenting with what kind of gardening I like the mm-hmm. best. Yeah, what feels good. Because that's the whole yeah. point. It doesn't matter what people on the internet are doing. What what do you actually enjoy doing? What yeah. do you want to cultivate in your space? Find your vibe, man. Find, Find your, your vibe. vibe, man. Oh, I love it. Mm. Well, Sam. That was really relaxing. That was just really relaxing to look at photos. I apparently had a lot of stuff. I was flowers. super ready yesterday. Oh, <laughs> I had we, a lot of content. We were so ready yesterday. <sighs> so ready. And then my computer was 300 degrees. We could have fried an egg you on know, that bad boy. Your computer needed a sick day. <laughs> and I'm not going to shame it for that. Nope. She's showing up. She's showing She's up for this hard. one. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm just going to jump in. Tell us about your And best tell buds. you about all the best buds. So I, as I've mentioned before mm-hmm. on this podcast, I uh, don't have a lot of experience with gardening, outdoor plants, flowers, perennials, annuals. I didn't understand which one was which because mm. it doesn't make sense. It feels like it should be the opposite way. We don't need I to go on I agree too. That like an annual to me pops up annually. It comes but annually. No, no, you have to plant. It means you have to plant it annually. You have to do the work annually. Because it won't survive the winter. Yes. A perennial. Why? I don't know. I don't What does understand. that mean? I. <laughs> There's no way to know. Maybe almanac.com will uh, have some answers. Out. Or if you know, <laughs> email us. Why is it called perennial? So I am not skilled in the witchcraft of outdoor nature as much as indoor nature speaks to me. And so, but my fiance is. Yeah. As I've mentioned on this podcast. He's the farmer in your house. He is the farmer in the house. He is the, he wants to play with bugs. He wants to play with plants. He wants to project things in the backyard uh, a couple weeks ago i talked about the monarch journey that he went on slash we went on slash uh all of a sudden there were just all the new bugs new bugs in the house mm-hmm. there's new bugs in the house uh so i have not so much been hands in the dirt in the yard but mm-hmm. i have been watching eric make our yard just pop we're going to be getting married in the backyard in october it's going to be a cute time and so he just keeps on coming home with pallets and pallets of different plants Mm -hmm. and so some of the ones that he brought home were burgundy mums that we're going to throw back in there and we're going to be expanding on the wildflower garden we uh got the monarch sign for our tiny sanctuary to put next to the wildflowers so that it says hey this is a this is a place where monarchs hang out so be aware Mm -hmm. be aware that there are monarchs around here and this yard provides shade and pollination and a good habitat. And so I've been watching Eric just cultivate all these cute things. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of just the absolute fabulous uh, things that you mentioned that grow in our gardens are hostas. Those bad boys. I, I was talking with uh, an acquaintance a couple weeks ago and I was explaining the difference 
of hostas because we were looking at someone's yard, just admiring some landscaping and noticing and how I was like, oh, yeah, that's a hosta, that green one. And I said, oh, yeah. And that one, the one that's green but has white stripes, that's a hosta. Oh, and the one with the big leaves, but they're kind of frilly, that's also a hosta. There's so many different kinds of hostas. Yes. And they do so well in shade and they just multiply and multiply. So they're a super low mm-hmm. maintenance plant that you can put as much of replace your grass with it that's what one of my friends did she just had a whole front yard of hostas yes no grass and it was just like maintenance free hosta party in her front yard and it's beautiful oh it's gorgeous so long story long uh eric brought home a few more i almost said pastas a few more hostas and the ones that i really love i have a thing for plants that have kind of that blue oh yeah blue green sheen to them like a good example of an indoor plant would be like a philodendron silver sword. It has kind of that bluey green, yes. like lovely iridescentiness, kind of a little bit of a sparkle or a depth. Blue to- torch cactus. <gasps> yeah, blue torch cactus. That's mm-hmm. right. There's some depth kind to of it. That greeny blue yes. color. It's so yes. good. So uh, there's hostas that also have that effect. And as soon as I found that out and I found out that, oh, it's not just this one type of green hosta. There's. 85,000 different hostas and some of them kind of go the blue green shiny route so Eric's bought a couple of those and I don't this best buds episode is just appreciating my fiance all of the work that he's doing because I'm just going to throw some of the pictures of the mums and the hostas on there but then Morgan okay we have two more three more things to talk about yeah I tell uh, me everything uh, 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 um so here is a picture of the hosta I just love those blue so it's just so good and you can see the blue yeah the blue tint in it here's my pasta so I love your pasta mm-hmm. and this picture is against other greenery and this so is the it, orange um mums oh the orange are mums. behind it yeah there were burgundy and orange mums yes. that were purchased and brought to my deck this past week oh that's beautiful mm-hmm. so you can really see the blue tint mm-hmm. in that hosta leaf against these mums wow what nice color composition yes mm. wow the contrast <laughs> oh my gosh i do love those hostas <laughs> my, my mom gave me one of those <sighs> surprise possession uh, there. Here's the oh, the burgundies. So you know that's the accent color for the wedding, and so we're just gonna uh, throw a bunch of these around there. It's gonna be real pretty. But then Morgan, one of the other things that Eric got really excited about, um, maybe a month or two ago, was he wanted to get some bigger pops of color mm-hmm. that were fall flowering had good root systems, easy to take care of, and would be really like big and voluptuous by mm-hmm. the time of the wedding. So he chose to plant dahlias. I, I, yes. if you said, hey, what does a dahlia look like? I was like, honestly. The black dahlia. All I know is, what is it? Elizabeth Short, the black dahlia. Yes. Yes. It's a uh, it's famous murder back in the 1940s yes, or something. And, yeah. And so I only know like that's mm-hmm. a dahlia is the, you know, kind of societal name for that like cold case situation yeah i didn't know what actual dahlias look like and they are starting to bloom in my yard so eric got three or four 
probably six. I can just imagine him listening and then looking at me and saying, I actually got six bags. He probably got six bags. <laughs> Between five and six <laughs> bags were purchased. So he got a bunch of dollars. And they are a bunch of mixes. So there's like a blush mix. There's like a fall mix. Oh, lovely. They have cute names like Fancy mm-hmm. Baby Bouquet. It's not that. But like I was reading the names and I was like, Pot of Honey. Oh, that's adorable. Like, oh, uh, yeah. cute little names. So they are starting to come up. And I had no idea how thick the Mm -hmm. stems were i have a picture for you here uh i had eric hold his hand to it for uh contrast but you can see the dahlia is just starting to flower and open up oh that is spectacular it's about two feet off the ground at this point so he and i didn't realize that one of the varieties that he got they're essentially the dahlias are going to be almost the size of a dinner plate or at least a healthy oh snack my plate. Goodness. So it's going to be like a tall, it's going to be a tall dahlia situation. Yes. I am encountering, it's not like these are alien species in my space, but like I'm encountering this plant in real life and actually caring and noticing what is happening with it. And the it's just the stock was so thick. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was so cool. It just looks so cool. And how the petals are little tubies. Yeah. They're like little. <sighs> it's just a good looking flower. And I didn't realize how much I would like them until they were in my backyard. Yeah. They are stunning. I've never had dahlias before. Gorgeous. And I didn't realize how tall they got. Had no idea. And so, yeah, your fiance pointed the dolly is out to me a few weeks ago mm-hmm. we did a little garden walkabout yeah, little, little garden and he noticing. pointed out all of the flowers to me but then i was in your backyard just the other day and they're like four and a half feet tall who knew i had no idea not me it's stunning <sighs> yeah so i think it's also dahlias are things that you have to dig up in the fall so oh, we, is it a bulb we also are joining the ranks of oh. like all right we got to go forage mm-hmm. <laughs> like angry hanging squid situation yes I so know, we get to I see. yeah yep. rescue all of those uh things at the end of the fall and then they get to live in our basement and yeah. whatever equivalent a dry dark place for a dry dark place yeah i'm assuming yeah no that that <laughs> makes a lot of sense uh so and then the last one because we were talking about um annuals versus perennials yes and now okay morgan because i don't know plants are these petunias are these what are these what are these ones i have some big bushels of pink ones and purple ones that are big and they're pretty and i don't know if they're annuals or perennials but dang we didn't plant these this year and they are huge they are they're just they're so big yeah, it's not a pansy. That might be a petunia. Oh, man. It just, the amount of um, just So big, it's a perennial flower? I'm, I don't in know. In zone four? I just don't know. Oh. But some of our annuals did come back this year. So oh. we did have some petunias That's and nice. some other like... Uh, marigolds, a lot of marigolds. Mm-hmm. They came, they survived the winter. They no, survived the frozen tundra. Mm-hmm. And this past spring, it's like they just start popping up. And so now we have like extra big bushels of like these annuals, which are normally not supposed to survive the winter. So yeah. it's like, look at this abundance. Look at this pile of abundance that <sighs> has cool. just 
happened last year we didn't know that we were going to be specifically getting married when we were getting married when we mm-hmm. planted last spring and so it's so cool that like wow the seeds um through all of our efforts and planting at the mm-hmm. wrong time because we also planted a lot of them in july mm-hmm. and august because yeah, we're like later. we finished the backyard tilling and doing the edging and so now we have to plant flowers and because of that now we have some little leftovers some little stragglers mm-hmm. that are showing up for this season which is lovely so I was just like, well, look at the backyard, just just blooming. She's just blooming and doing it. And it I, vibrant. I am not doing a lot of the work, and that has been nice. I have enjoyed watching. I have enjoyed Eric come up to me and say, hey, there are things blooming. Are you ready to go in the backyard and take a look? And then he just takes me on a tour, like, yeah. let's look at the beautiful things. But I didn't have to do any of the sunburning burning mm-hmm. that normally would be involved in any of my being outside, unless it's night planting. Which there's yeah. something to be said for night planting, but that's a whole nother situation. Mm. So it's just been lovely watching that is Eric lovely. just cultivate all of these plants that he's never encountered before. Mm-hmm. Dahlias are new for everyone. The monarchs all are gone. And that was wonderful to watch. We now have a plaque commemorating this season. It's just been it's mm. just been a nice time in the backyard. Yeah. And that's such fun such fun <laughs> yeah it sounds like a lot of successful experimentation yeah. it's such a weird feeling yeah like look at all of the success <laughs> and dude that is exciting that you have annuals that popped up again because you're right that does sometimes happen yeah because we live in zone four mm-hmm. and zone four is a tricky zone yeah. it's a it's a borderline zone where it's like things are going to make it or they're not. Yep. <laughs> it can be real soggy, which can protect a lot of things. Yep. Or it can like be super, super cold for a lot of months. And yes. then all of a sudden, everything's blooming and happening. Yes. So it's there's no tell. There's there's just no telling what's no. going to happen. It's a special surprise. Happening. Yes. And, and there's a lot of plants where it just kind of depends if we have a harsh winter. I mean, no. Kiss your annuals goodbye. Goodbye. They're not coming back. Some of your perennials may not even survive. Mm. Uh, but if we have a fortuitous winter, it's a little bit warmer, you could get some surprises. Yeah. Mud season. Which is cute. Mud yeah. season bodes well for uh it does the stuff coming back. And you and I have a lot of clay in our soil. Mm-hmm. And so it's just that is a specific flavor. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Sure. Is. Some plants are super not interested. <laughs> uh you know, it just it brings its own little <sighs> tricky, fun variables zone, to gardening. Yeah, zone four energy, zone with four this clay soil. Woo! <laughs> yeah, abundance. It was abundance. just a lot of cool, a lot of cool color happening mm-hmm. that I didn't expect to see. You can imagine what the backyard is going to look like when you're like actually because I'm living in my venue right now. I'm yes, living, you are living, living in, in your my venue right wedding now. venue. And so it's been really fun to be like, oh, wow, this is new and different. Look at this new and different change that is happening in this space that the party's happening. It's beautiful. And your your wildflower corner gives me hope for my wildflower corner. And so I know that that, that luscious, thick wild voluptuous voluptuous Mm -hmm. beautiful garden yeah is coming my way next season that's right you know so uh yeah i'm feeling proud and uh like i've made some big progress huge Uh, yes your garden Uh, is looking 
gorgeous look at gesture that. to the buckets of carrots <laughs> <laughs> do you still wait was this um carrot in from the tote yeah that had the yeah. other marigolds my, my or some- clear storage tote <laughs> that you drove yeah. Us in. yeah because i needed something that was deep <laughs> and i wasn't gonna put them in the ground just mm-hmm. for the but i got a lot of bunnies and slugs yeah in my backyard and so this is some good problem solving i drilled uh... holes in a clear storage tote container put it right on the slab put it in there yep that's right it's It's working it's not about how cute it looks it's about does it serve the purpose did you solve a problem and did you have fun solving the problem (laughs) sounds like you got to use a drill it sounds like you got to make a whole different activity yeah, that's what it's all about. No, no, I don't have to go out there and spend money and because also maybe this will all fail and I'll never garden vegetables again. Maybe not. So I don't want to go out and spend two hundred fifty dollars on this raised beautiful mm. bed that's self watering. Yeah. Yep. I <sighs> love. What if it doesn't work out? I love yeah. spending money that I shouldn't. It feels so it is, good. But what can if we can find some found objects around the house? that are free those are the stories my fiance listens there enjoys listening to yeah. it's like honey this was only one dollar i found this in the basement did you even remember that you had this that's right you didn't and so now i'm using it for this thing yep that is one of the things that's appealing to me this year with gardening mm-hmm. because i guess it's you know, similar, like I said, with my burl marks, it just grew too quickly. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, I wasn't prepared. And I f- there's a lot of plants I'm noticing that I feel that way about this summer. <laughs> I'm not prepared. Because this is like this is our fourth year living in our house. And so mm-hmm. some of our plants, this is the fourth summer since we planted them. And so some of them are getting more substantial, like they need more grooming. Uh, my salvia is just out of control. Uh, and so... It's just, it's a fun challenge to have. Like, oh, no, my plants are just thriving. Uh, Oh, dear. And so, yeah, it's been, it's kind of lended to a lot of creative problem solving for me. And I like a more natural look to my garden. And so I like finding elements that are maybe natural and like, hey, I had to cut a couple branches from my tree. Let me use these sticks to, you know, line a garden area or to build a little bed around some specific plants. Uh, little things like that. I just, I like it to look more naturey, and it's just like nature crafting. Mm-hmm. And then I also get to run to my husband and be like, oh my gosh, I saved so much money because... Look at my thriftiness. He likes numbers and thinks that thriftiness is cute. Yeah, uh, that's right. That's how you flirt with your husband. I do. Hey, I'm baby. Like, hey. Let me tell you about my deals I got today. Deals, 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 <laughs> deals, deals, deals I got today. <laughs> what up? I'm so cute. Uh, but hey, great talk about plants today. That filled my heart. I mean, let's wrap it up. Wow, let's wrap it up. Wait, this is a full episode. Wow. <sighs> A lot of, lot of plant talk today. I'm feeling a lot <sighs> less chaos in the vibes now that we've grounded ourselves. more settled. Talking about plants. I feel like mm-hmm. the moon maybe isn't bullying me as much on this end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's feeling like all of our problems are in the past, Morgan, at the top of the episode. We recorded. It's going to get out there. Listeners, we love you. Nothing 
will stand in our way. That's right. This is coming to your ears on Wednesday, and we want nothing but love and abundance for you guys. Have a great rest of your week. Hope you all survived this uh, super sturgeon moon. (laughs) Super sturgeon moon. And we'll see you on the other side. (laughs) Bye, friends. Bye.